Welcome to the Girls Gotta Heal podcast, where we dive into the everyday issues of your modern day resilient healing woman and get real about the ups and downs of healing and personal growth. Navigating our mental health relationships, various setbacks, and grieving those we've lost can get very messy while we're also trying to figure out who we are. I totally get it and I'll guide you through. I got you. I'm your host, Karen Pelleggi, and in each episode, we uncover new empowering topics that you have likely experienced in your journey or will. Empowering one another is so this decade, and so is living up to our full potential. This is the time to become more confident in exploring your relationship with yourself and looking inward. You don't have to have it all figured out today, but you're here and now is a good start. I want you to be your best self. I'm always going to be rooting for you. This girl's got to heal. In the last year or so, if you found yourself kind of wrapped around this idea of success and striving to achieve it, this episode is for you. Today we are talking about why we constantly find ourselves in in positions where we're stressing over or chasing success. And you might hear that and be like, that's not me, I, I don't do that. But there's some things I want you to reflect on and build a little bit more awareness of because you might be you might be presenting it in a different way or it might be showing up for you differently. So success, of course, is something that is subjective. Uh, we see examples of it and we hold those standards. So success can be defined as having a home, uh, being in a relationship or a partnership, Uh, being married, having children, owning your own company. Um, And non-traditionally, people might view success as having a balanced mind and body, having a healthy lifestyle, um, having children who are happy and expressive and feel safe, having a partner who you feel safe with, things of that nature. Or success could be financial freedom to travel and success is going to be different from person to person. But nonetheless, what we're trying to capture here is that it's pretty much a larger goal. It's an endpoint that we see for ourselves. It's a position that we're in that we want to sustain. And of course, there could be outside influences like our family. You constantly get grilled about certain questions. Are you seeing anybody? Are you going to get engaged soon? Uh, What's going on with this? Like you're just kind of it's very obvious that the focus is on something that is important to them and not necessarily something that's important to you. So you kind of get into this internal battle of like questioning yourself and what what success really is to you and, and what happiness is to you and how that compares to others in your circle. Now, from a trauma lens, success can look a little differently than it does for the average person who has not experienced trauma at all. If you're someone who has experienced trauma, success might look like finding opportunities or reaching endpoints or milestones that provide security, safety, and align with responsibilities you have had and continue to have since your traumatic events. So for example, growing up, there were points where like I had to work two or three jobs and same with my older sister. Um, We were just in those positions where we had to really step up and I really came close to seeing as a young person, came close to seeing what it's like to not have much, how to really stretch your dollar and the stresses and bills 
essentially how quickly what's in front of you can go um, and that nothing is guaranteed. So that that byproduct of these traumatic events that had happened for me have kind of motivated me and put my mind in a position where I have to always be striving for more. I have to always be putting myself in positions where I can grow at work and I can improve and I can be in better positions. So success for me is kind of tied to a bit of security, safety, uh, independence, and just knowing that I'm able to have my own back in case things happen and, and I need to. So that is how success can be tied to uh, some of your traumas and it's going to differ person to person. I would definitely advise to not panic if you feel like you're not there yet. I think there's some normalcy in chasing success and I wouldn't say stressing over. It shouldn't be like every day I'm stressed out about it. You should be wanting that for yourself. I created this post not too long ago that says nobody should want it more for you than yourself. And of course, you're going to have people in your circle, people rooting for you, people wanting to celebrate with you. But it comes down to you putting in the work and making adjustments needed, making changes needed. And someone could want it for you, but if you're not willing to put in the work, it's just not going to be as valuable and not as rewarding. So I'm really a firm believer in you being your best cheerleader. And trust me, there's going to be moments where you need your friends to pick you up, but that should only be temporarily. It should come back to you. There are so many things that impact our trajectory and a lot of them come in the forms of hard lessons, trial and error, building connections, networking, putting yourself out there, retreating when you need to. When certain things happen in our life, a relationship ends or we lose someone, we're kind of halted and we are put in a position where our healing is on the forefront. So that can get in the way of us achieving the things that we want to because we literally need to take a break. So if you find that that really speaks to you right now, don't feel bad about it. Don't panic. And as always, you know, healing is going to take priority at certain points in the year, at certain points in our life. And and that's okay. You need to dedicate that time. Um, There's this quote that I always refer back to because it's helped me when I've just been on autopilot and and just burning myself out. Um, Nothing will work unless you do. If you are that person who's working two or three jobs or you're in school and you're trying to balance relationships and work, you might find that there's certain points where you just have nothing left to give. I can't believe like how many times I've actually said that in the last year and I wish I wouldn't and I I don't want to be in that position going forward, but I've said it so many times. I have nothing left to give and I don't know how else to better describe it. And that's just like emotional exhaustion and defeat. It's like that awareness that I know I should be giving to certain areas in my life, but I have nothing left. And it's not because I'm lazy and I'm tired. It is, well, I am tired. It is strictly because like I've poured so much emotionally. I've invested in certain things and I wasn't checking myself often enough and I got caught up 
and that's okay. I think that really can impact our trajectory towards success. And I think as we grow and we go through different things and we're in different points in our life, success is kind of, it's shaped differently. Um, When I was 20 years old versus 25 versus 30, success, of course, like I mentioned, is kind of tied to having a bit of security and safety, emotional safety and um, like self-perseverance and and all of that feeding, feeding that creative freedom and all of those things. But I think it's shaped a little bit differently as I've gone through different things and, and been through different experiences. So that's something important to note as well, that like success, our definition of success changes over time. That there's certain things that are going to impact getting to a certain endpoint or milestone or goal for ourselves, and that's okay. And that also too, there's going to be certain people in our circle that don't understand how important achieving that success is to us. They might not understand it, but if they're in your close circle, I hopefully they're in a position where they want to try to understand. They want to under, try to understand why it's so important to you. Um, and, and why that's, you know, taking a lot of your attention and time um, away from your connection with them. You know, naturally we get caught up when we invest in something, whether it's a project at work, whether it's an assignment at school or a new relationship and connection and spark. Yeah, it can, it can pull away from other things. And I think balance is really tied to success. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, untraditional views of success and what that means for people. For me, I'm one of those people that think that having a balanced mind and body is success and that's that's working towards success. A lot of people focus on one or the other. Uh, They'll focus a lot on like working out and eating healthy, but lack in doing the emotional work and the deep rooted work in therapy. When in reality, those two things complement each other really well and they need to be done together so um, I think it's hard because both of those things require a lot of time and attention and of course if you're working and life is happening you have things going on in your family like we all do it's really hard to find that balance that means saying no to people that you're not always going to be available and accessible to everyone and you have to prioritize things in order to get it done in order to get to that point where you feel content and you feel present and happy and that's really what success is is when you reach a point where you feel I'm stimulated I'm happy I'm well and I'm gonna want more for myself but right now I'm I'm good and I'm proud of myself and I recognize all of the lengths that I've gone through in my journey so for those listening now, or if you have or haven't already, I think now is a good point to start thinking about where you are in your success journey. Um, and that firstly starts off with what success means for you at this point. What steps have you taken to go further? What steps are you taking now? And how are you going to get there? What needs to be around you in order for you to be successful and stay motivated And like I said, success can kind of range uh, in the different areas of our life. So how I define success in my career or in my love life or in my relationship with my body is going to be different than the next person. And again, we're considering the things that we've been through 
our environments, our community, how we were raised, our morals, um, the ways that we've been hurt in the past, what we've learned from trial and error, and what we want for ourselves going forward. I always have this random thought and it brings me back to success. So I always think, you know, there's artists out there like Drake, who is constantly putting out music, um, tons of albums, tons of songs. Anybody you talk to can probably list 10 Drake songs. And he just seems like he's always in his prime. He's always growing. He's always getting better. He's not satisfied with that last album. He always keeps coming out with more. And then you look at other artists who have had like one hit wonders or did really well or or had a really big hit, made some other music, but when they perform on shows or whatever, like they're always performing that one song that came out 10 years ago and it's a hit and it's huge. And they're financially okay, got a good home, got a good life. They're happy, they're entertaining, they're doing what they love, but success looks different from that person to someone like Drake. So I, I don't know why I always think of like Jordan Sparks. She's so talented, but has a song with Chris Brown. So that song, No Air, it's so popular. You hear it on the radio, you always sing it. And it was a huge hit for her. But then on the contrary, someone like Chris Brown has come out with, you know, tons of albums, tons of music. And similar to Drake is like not, not always satisfied with the last bit they have to keep coming out with more music so that's just a little side rant and like I always think about that in my head I'm like you know that like each each of those people that I mentioned seem so happy in their life they're doing well but how they view success is so different on one hand you know one is really just submerged themselves in the success of these few hits and then the other is just like using that as fuel to keep growing and to keep succeeding and and produce more. So um, I think that can apply to the real world as regular people. For some of us, we might just be happy in the same role. And people do that all the time. They stay at the same workplace for 10 or 15 years, 20 years. And then there's other people that are constantly moving. And I am one of those people. Sometimes I look at, you know, people within my larger circle and I'm like, how are they, how have they stayed at that job for 15, 20 years? Like, I know that they've met new people and, and all of that, but like, don't, don't you want more for yourself? Don't you want to see what, what's out there? But then I have to remind myself, Carm, not everybody thinks like that. And for them, that's, they're content, they're good, they're doing what they love and, and that's enough for them. But, um, Again, that really speaks to success being subjective and not always knowing what goes on behind closed doors and how long it's taken someone to get to a certain point. And and maybe they have other areas of their life that they're focusing on and striving towards something or wanting to achieve. Maybe they feel success in one area of their life, like their career, but now are focusing on a different area and what success could be for that. I just thought of another example, and this has definitely come to mind before too. So I love Oprah. When I was a kid, always would watch Oprah. I was fascinated by the stories that she had on her show and the topics that she covered. So Oprah is another example. This is a woman who had 20 or 20 plus seasons, showed up to work every day, different topics, different people, uh, different decades. There were different viewpoints on certain topics. And she was incredible, all the things that she reported on 
And then you might have someone who covered uh, a huge pop culture moment and that was 10 years ago, but they're forever known as that and they're still making money off of it and that's enough for them. And, and there's a lot of people that fall in, in the middle of, of both extremes. So I, I really think that success is going to depend on what fuels you. We might have different reasons for that, right? You might want to get to a point where you feel financially stable and can focus on another area like family and that's enough for you. Or you might be someone who is such a huge creative and those ideas and outlets are like, it's just nonstop and like you need to be fueling that for yourself. Sometimes I worry that like I won't have any more ideas at all, have nothing else to talk about. And then I kind of take a break, take a step away from it and I come back and I have like so much to say. So I think for me, I'm someone who the ideas and the creativity is always going to be there. And it's going to be something that as I enter different stages in my life, it's going to need a place. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to have to make room for it because that's something that fuels me and contributes to this larger idea of success for me because it very much connects to my happiness and being able to reach others and connect with others. All right, so we're ready for our three questions of the episode. The very first question is, how would you define success today versus how you would have defined it 10 years ago? What are some non-traditional ideas of success for you? So for example, we talked about uh, balancing mind and body, could be healing trauma, being more vulnerable. It could be being able to tell your story and live authentically every day in every space that you're in. The second question is, would you say that at this point in your life, you are chasing success? And whether you are or you aren't, do you view chasing success as a bad thing or a good thing or somewhere in between? And lastly, who are the people that you looked up to growing up as being the most successful? And this could be someone within your family or a celebrity um, athlete, someone that you were really fond of and idolized. And would you consider them to be successful today knowing what you know now? Don't panic wherever you're at in your journey. Know that you are taking steps to get to where you want to go. And even if you haven't quite figured out what that next milestone is for yourself, just take the time going through each of your days, noticing what fuels you, what drains your energy, what you want to learn more about, who you want to be around, and what changes need to happen in order for you to get there. If you'd like to continue more inner healing work, self-reflection, and self-empowerment, pick up your copy of the Affirmation Journal for Women on Amazon today.